Welcome, Rotoballers. You can't get in there. Yeah, yeah. It's the Rotoballer NFL DFS preview show brought to you by Rotoballer. Promo code GARAGE. Do it. Chef Boy and the Pet Boy. Everything up, for less. Uh, you know what's up? 40 and 18. That's what's up. Tell them. <laughs> Tell the world your story. It's off to a, a stellar start. The 2020 coronavirus year is not going to affect the best bets. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, 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 no Rona invasion will stop the force that is the number one sports better in the nation, possibly the world. Chef Steege worldwide. He's in the building. He's here. Um, yeah, dude, incredible. NFL best bets are on fire. Those are free, by the way. And if you get over to rotoballer.com right now, and again, like I said, use promo code garage, you're going to get all of the goods that you can have or handle. There's, there's stuff that I don't even know about going on on Rotoballer right now with NFL premium content. You're going to get chef's rankings and just a whole a, – like, I don't use this word a lot – a smorgasbord of information really and data. I mean, the NFL content and the, the team is definitely um, as big as it's ever been at Rotoballer. And I know, like, Chase, for me and you, we, we pretty much mess in the betting and the DFS side, but there's also the season-long stuff that – I'm not even going to try to name everybody that we have really on the season-long side, but I can definitely speak to the DFS and sports betting side, and we have a very strong team, and we're ready to support everybody. Epic stuff. And it's, uh, and we're going to go ahead and continue that trend for you guys with the Garage Guys way, with Garage Guys energy. So, without further ado, it is week seven, Chef Boy. And, uh, you know, we've been, we've been busy. We've been looking at who we want to play. Uh, on this slate, it's a it's pretty pretty schmexy slate, I would say. Yep. Looks pretty nice. Yep. Um, I think it's nice. a it. This has got to be a big week for uh for for some 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 low key weird energy going down. So, uh, you know, Chef Boy and I have put together this list. Uh, we like it a lot, and let's just go ahead and get right to it. Let's go ahead and give the the Rotoballers and the Garage fam our NFL DFS picks for Week Seven. Take it away. It's the most on the paper. Hand, this is the most handwritten content I've done uh, in 2020. I'm a big uh, electronic boy. I really am rubbing off on you. <laughs> well, I, never, I never write. Uh, I have my, like, multiple laptops and multiple monitors for work, and I just never write. But for some reason, I, re- I wrote everything out tonight. So maybe you are rubbing off on me. But starting at QB, um, Chase, I wanted to – to uh, kind of mess with you a little bit because I had some obvious plays at QB. I think before we get into it, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray against each other, Arizona versus Seattle, popular, like popular picks, but we're going to go to rookie boys, rookie boy energy. And I'm going to start with somebody that took the place of Terod Taylor. And I'm going to let you take it away from here. Mr. It's Justin. A bear Herbert season. That's right. <laughs> Justin Herbert against did RJ. I buy this hat? Did, yeah, RJ. against the Jags energy. Look, did I buy this hat just for this? I won't tell you. Let's see but that look. sticker. Oh yeah, gotta keep gotta keep the sticker energy strong. I got it at a dirt cheap bin. It was like three dollars. <laughs> I had to get it. Um, well, let's talk about it. like Anthony Lynn. You know he's uh he's in like Flynn. Good things are happening. Yeah, dude, I, I, like I said, I told everybody last year, this kid is going to be amazing. Everybody wanted to, to hate on it. And I think you, you started to come around to it. You're like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the energy. 
And then, boom, he just explodes onto the scene. Let's go ahead and talk here. Week two rolls into the mix. 25 fantasy points. Well, bam. All right. Week three against Carolina, 16 points. That's all right. Who cares? Tampa Bay, 30 fantasy points, flat 30. And then against New Orleans, 34. Of course, we had a bye week last week. Now we're going into Jacksonville, which, look, Jayville, James O'Shaughnessy, shout out to appreciation. We love you, big dog. Um, but the defense, he has no, he has no, nothing to do with the defense, okay? So the defense is, is letting him down hard. This is a prime position to go ahead and get in there with Justin. And what, what are we looking at price-wise for Mr. Justin? Yeah, 6,400, 6, which is kind of a high point for him, but still against the Jags, dude. That's the main point I want to make. We love the Jags, especially as garage guys. Huge Minshew guys. We were the first ones on Minshew last year. That's right. We were Don't forget it. the first ones on O'Shaughnessy. Um, but also, one of my biggest bets this season, for the best bets, has been Miami against the Jags when they were 2-0. and And my whole basis was the Jags really were playing so over their head early in the season. And what we've seen since that point, since those two wins, as – been really what the Jags are. And I think that continues this week. I hate to say it. I hate to act like, you know, I'm a hater. But the Jags defense really is nothing to be um, scared of. And I think – Anti-spooky season. Dude, I think we like the running backs too. That's the scary part. Like, where do you lean on the, the QB versus – I think we prefer going through the air. But um, – Yeah. Look, Justin, look, this is the, – the way I look at this is I, I've thought about it, you know, because, like, I – Obviously, like I got some Josh Kelly. You know, you got Justin Jackson. What uh, Eckler is Eckler's good now. No, so I mean, those two for now. Yeah. Okay. So Eckler will be back eventually. Yeah. So looking at that, like you obviously can't sit here and say that like we know that they're going to get up ahead too much. So I mean, but but I also feel like like even if the run game does get implemented, like Justin's just Ju- Justin Herbert, he wants to shine. He knows he's shining, and I feel like Anthony Lynn is going to let that happen. That air attack's going to continue throughout. I mean, if he's trying to break records and set records, I mean, like why not let your young quarterback do that? I mean, <laughs> go for it. Go for the gold. You know, Dude, you're such a homer. It's so funny. I love it. <laughs> uh, I I have no problem with it. I think we're going to talk about one of his weapons later, but. Obviously, if you like the quarterback, you, you like the receivers and you like the tight ends as well. But well, uh, He also him, looks like a guy. I'm looking at his picture right now. Like, I love – like, no, don't take any offense to him. He just looks like that teenage kid that delivered pizzas. Like, like that's what Justin Herbert looks like. He looks like the pizza delivery guy. But he just totally surprised. Did you surprise. see an Power shirt? Uh, I mean, dude, I could honestly, with this picture I'm looking at right now, I could see him, like, rocking, like, some, some really big glasses and pretending to be a nerd. And then, like, take them off, and then just be like, <gasps> look at Sometimes me. the nerds are the best QBs. They are, man. Remember, like I always said, he's a mix of Phillip Rivers and Andrew Luck, but he's not as smart as Andrew Luck, and he's not as uh, low T as Phillip. So I think Andrew Luck is a little too smart for his own good there, but so yeah, that's probably a good smart. thing. So, um, without further ado, I want to take us to the next rookie QB. Like I said, we love Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, but they're going to be chalky. So we're going to go Justin Herbert, and we're going to go Joe Burrow. Um, one of your favorites from from your hometown there. Um, I know I'm a national. Who doesn't love Joe Burrow, man? 
Dude, who doesn't, who love, Joe doesn't love Joe Burrow, bro? And I think this is the second matchup, right, that we're getting against uh, Cleveland. This is 5,500 um, against Cleveland, and I'm pretty sure he had a, a hell of a game against the, the Browns last time. So. Roughly 29, probably more than 30 DK points, I believe. Uh, you look at like normal fantasy football, depending on – scoring is different so much now. There's so many different scoring formats. But, yeah, he was definitely around the 30-burger 30, 30 area. So, and then that was also where we saw the Drew, the Drew sample came alive uh, against there. So, yeah, I know I need to stop. But, yeah, no, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of came down to earth a little bit since, uh, since that game and the Philly game. Um, you know, against Indianapolis, I think he, he had under 20. So, I mean, that's usually we see, like, these rookie quarterbacks getting around that area. But just off alone, knowing that Cleveland was his highest fantasy scoring game of the season, I'm ready to go back in action to him. I don't think much has changed, and I don't think they figured him out that much. And um, he's dude, he's got he's got his weapons. He's got his guy T Hig T Higgins. You know what I mean? So Higgins is there. Samples there. Yeah, AJ Green. Dude, yeah, I mean, I think I think he had twenty points against Indianapolis last week. Twenty point seven. Um, yeah, DK points. That's respectable <clears throat> against what was considered one of the best defenses. So yeah, and Joe Joe does not look like a pizza delivery guy. However, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't really matter much here, guys. Okay, so Joe, Joe's going to be fine. I, I, I like this matchup. I like Joe. I like the price. Uh, it's, it's really crazy. Like, I guarantee we're probably the only two guys talking rookie boys. Uh, going Dude, why there. not? I mean, I think our, we're going to trust our listeners are, are good enough to understand. Like, obviously, I like Russell Wilson. You like Russell Wilson. And you like Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray. That's going to be like the popular game stack. There's plenty of opportunity to – that's why I have rankings, right, Chase? I mean, yeah. we've, we've told them we have rankings for – you can come out. And I, I literally look at the entire slate every week. Um, but for this video, we like to have fun. We like to be a little bit different than the rest of the, the videos out there on YouTube. So, um, why not go Rookie Boys? Yeah, got to do it. So, that's where we're at. Garage Guys, Rookie Boys, QBs. All right, running back, um, we're going to go a little bit more. We're going to spend up at this position. And I think our common theme through most of the seasons so far has been we've been going a little bit more towards the mid-pack or the value range overall. But we're going to go to um, more expensive backs because I think it's a very good week to, to go ahead and spend the dollars on running backs. And the first one, Chase, is 7200 uh, against Houston for a guy that I believe he won a season-long – league last year for Mr. Aaron yeah. Jones. So that's wish one had, of your guys. I wish I had the jersey on right now. Look, Aaron, uh, you know, coming off the bye, <clears throat> the whole Green Bay team just completely pooped the bed, okay? They pooped a brick, you know? I would be using a different word, but got to keep it respectable here. Um, but, yeah, he just he did not look good last week. The whole team didn't look good. But before that, you know, coming off the game at Atlanta, um, been put up big points. I think his biggest game of the year, he had like a 40-burger or plus 40 points against Detroit. Aaron is just that guy. We Everybody was worried about him. But against Houston, we've been seeing that running backs have been able to wiggle their way in, have some fun. Look what Derrick Henry did, okay? Aaron's one of those guys where he's like, you know, he wants to have his name known. He wants to be there. He wants to be in that staple and that little stable of like the heaviest, hard-hitting running backs in the league. I think that that energy from what Derrick Henry did uh, is going to bleed over, and we're going to see this uh, not maybe as much of a powerful performance as Derek, but um, 
a really good one coming here from Houston. Um, I know he's projected around like 20-something fantasy points, and anytime you see a guy like that projected that, you know that he's probably looking at it, and he's just like, what is this? <laughs> Bye. 30 points coming. Here we go. All for Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think I had Aaron Jones in two of my four season long leagues last year, and I think I made playoffs in three of the four leagues. But this isn't really season long, so I'll, I'll kind of gear it more towards DFS. But, man, I think, like, the thing you worry about with Aaron Jones, right, is that Jamal Williams is one of the, the – probably, I would agree, one of the above-average backups. But that doesn't mean that Aaron Jones can't, you know, eat or score uh, his touchdowns because he's an above-average starter. So, for me, Aaron Jones is likely to get it done to the ground, but also I wouldn't rule out him getting it done to the air. So, I know Rodgers has been targeting him a good bit, uh, especially with receivers out of the picture sometimes. I know Devontae Adams is now healthy, so that's great for the Packers. But, dude, I don't know how many times I've seen Aaron Rodgers throw like that running back wheel route, that deep ball to the running back. So, maybe that happens this week and – Hopefully it's not Jamal Williams. Hopefully it's Aaron Jones. Um, Look, man, if it doesn't happen, we're going to be beat at LaFleur and beat at LaFleur. We're going to be hitting him, all right, to the floor. He'll be on the floor. Yeah, there ain't going to be none of that. Look, I'm not too worried about Jamal coming in and taking anything away. Like, maybe if if they run it up on him so bad. But, I mean, then again, like, I feel like the Texans kind of got their mojo back since uh, Butchin O'Brien's been out. So, you know, who knows, man. It, it, all I know is this much. Aaron Jones at that price, this matchup, I'll take it. I'll take it all day yeah, long. for sure. And we got the narrative too, Chase. They just got their ass beat by um, uh, Tampa Bay in prime time. So He's got something to prove. Yeah, he's got something to prove. And Aaron, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to get blown out twice, especially by Houston. So, I think no. they'll um, – Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones are both going to – score well this weekend uh, for sure. But enough about Aaron Jones. Just $400 cheaper, we have Mr. Kareem Hunt against the Bengals, which we just literally talked about Joe Burrow. So maybe we could see a little bit of a game stack where we go Joe Burrow and um, Tyler Boyd or T. Higgins run it back with Kareem Hunt. What do you think? I'm so hyped for this matchup with Kareem. This has been like the best, like ma- like the best game that he has had. It was against Cleveland. Uh, Stefanski obviously loved having Baker throw that ball to him in this game, and that was when Chubb was there. That was when Chubb was like a big part. I think that was like they they literally did Ingram Kamara type stuff. A big boy. Yeah, big boy. Good boy. All right. Dude, love Kareem Hunt. Love him where he's at. This is going to be just another barn burner, in my opinion. I think this is going to be the PPR darling of the week um, because they just – that Cincinnati defense, just they can't seem to, to figure it out. They can't seem to – how do we stop this Kareem Hunt guy, all right? He's just going to be – he's going to be Kareeming and kicking and, and hunting for the end zone. So, I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it. It's going to be fun. That was very beautiful. I feel like – Kareemin and Hunt. Dude, you were, like, preaching Kareem Hunt and cheering for Kareem Hunt even when Nick Chubb was, like, a massive factor. Like, you just wanted him to be good so bad. I remember I remember being on a podcast with you, and you're, like, rooting for him to score. And I'm like, dude, Chubb's already scored. It's over. Like, and you were already uh-huh. – you, you wanted Kareem Hunt to win because you – I'm pretty sure you drafted him in, what, two leagues? Yeah, I have him in two leagues, and it worked out really nicely for me. <laughs> what did we learn? What did we 
learn from tonight that Chase is the most biased person. Like he wants, he he pushes the narratives to support his teams. I'm a team player, man. I'm a team player. I root for my guys. <laughs> That's how we go. <laughs> I root for my team, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your team. Your team. Yeah. Um, receiver. So, we're going – the theme has been – I'm going to do some chase math here. Cheap QBs, expensive running backs. So, now we're going to go one cheap and one expensive for the receivers. Math checks out. Math checks out. Okay. So, one guy – I'm going to start with the cheap one, actually. I'm going to flip it up. Um this guy has let us down once or twice this year. Um, overall, for his career, he's really been somebody that has been reliable and kind of under the radar. He's been on a bad team most of his career. Um, Mr. Marvin Jones, 4,400 against Atlanta. Chase, I feel like we are due a Marvin Jones bounce-back game. He's struggled most of the season. And then Matthew Stafford for the ball. Hopefully they don't pound the tater with DeAndre Swift. I think he's going to be a popular play as well. Um, but we like Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay this week. Yeah, that is true. I think that what it really came down to was just the fact that his name is Jones Jr. All right, so it's the way we say it. Um, but, no, like, yeah, dude, Marvin, he's been the quieter one, man. And usually, like, we, are, we already have that game where he's, like, exploded. Now – we should have had it against Jacksonville last week. Obviously, Kenny did his thing, and like I think Marvin, he he scored really low, which sucked because like I had some Marvin Jones in a couple of lineups last week. But I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back to the well. Go for him again against Atlanta. I think that this is a really good matchup where he can get that done. Um, and then you know, in two weeks from now, we're having Minnesota as well, so he might be something good there. Is you know because we've seen how these receivers have just been eating on Minnesota's defense, but. This week for Atlanta, man, um, I, I'm digging it. I think that it, it the, the change of pace is needed. It's required. If Kenny had his little Galladay, it's time for Jones to have his little Galladay. You know what I mean? So, yeah, both of them are fine. I do like Jones Jr., though. Nice. Yeah, I do, too. I'm not, I do think Galladay kind of was robbed of a touchdown last week, so maybe he does a good news in. I don't know. But um, all in all, I'd like to say in closing there that the, just fire your lines up. Right. Like, I think we can agree that playing your lines is good in season long and in DFS. So, uh, make good lines. Yeah. Good DFS. lines for now. And especially yeah. with uh, Mr. Patricia, right? Right. That's it. 100%. What's, What's his, um, what are we pencil. calling him? I'm looking for a pencil. I don't see one. Hot Topic Patricia. Hot Topic Patricia. Never it's remember me, right? that. This is what he says. This is a, he's a, just a, okay, guys, listen up. Do you think he feels pressure from uh, Mr. Uh, Brian Flores in Miami? I mean, he's doing way better managing a team, in my opinion. It's possible. But at the same time, I think he doesn't care because when you got that number two lead, you know what I mean? It's just like and, – and you're, and you're Patricia boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just come, come, coming from there. I think, I think that he's – I don't know. You got me stumped there, man. Because now That's I am right. thinking about it. I am thinking Josh, about hey, it. Hey, I will say this. Josh McDaniels will be head coach of the team next year. Yeah, I definitely see that coming. So, we're going to have another another Belichick tree. They keep they keep bouncing around. Joe Judge just lost tonight, by the way, to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my tweet. I said, um, I said, Jason Garrett is trying out tonight for the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> 
Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Just went back and looked at it. That's great. Cool. Yeah, he'd be a, a long week, by the way. Um, yeah, we anyways, both, I think we both have. We're due. Who's this other yeah, wide receiver, though? I get a little delirious sometimes, but it's okay. Uh, we got Mr. Tyler Lockett, 6,600 versus Arizona. And oh. um, we've mostly, for this video, kind of avoided that game, even though it's going to be very popular, and we're, we know that. But Chase, I think the reason we circled him is – He's a little bit cheaper than uh, Mr. D.K. Metcalf, which Metcalf's a great play. But I think me and you love Tyler the Rocket. Like it. Tyler the Rocket. Like it. Look, things have been very weird since I found out that my mom crushes on him. Like Isn't hard. Weird? Yeah, so this is all I have to say about this, and I'm going to let you do a little bit more in-depth discussion. Tyler, if you're watching this and you mess this up and you don't do good in DFS, you cannot have my mother's hand in marriage. Know that. You did feature this whole thing in an episode, I'm pretty sure. I did, yeah. That was, that was a whole episode. I don't know. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Mother's Day special. Subscribe. Garage Guys Fantasy Sports YouTube. Dude, I don't have a, a tremendous amount of analysis. I know that, to me, Arizona's defense has actually been better than expected. Um, but if we know anything about Seattle, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to find touchdowns. And so far, Russell Wilson's on his MVP campaign. Yeah, and he's got to bounce back. Tyler's got to bounce back this week, man. He's had so he's had two rough games. Exactly. And if we know anything about Lockett, I think – I mean, throughout the years, I think Tyler Lockett has proven that when he has a bad game or two, he usually follows it up with a good game. He's not somebody that we see just disappear for, you know, a quarter, a quarter of the season. So, for me, I'm firing up Lockett. Um, if you want to play Metcalf, you can. And then also there's the rumors going around that Antonio Brown's going to be joining the team. I don't know if you saw that, but why not yeah, bring it up? Yeah, Going to be fun. I, uh, I actually went after him on a waiver wire. Scott Engel got him uh, for $37. I bid seven. So bidding $7 does not get you much. <laughs> so Dude, I, I kind of don't understand the Seattle things like – you're getting what you need out of your production. Like your production out of your receivers has been great. I don't know if you need like another person personally, but yeah, um, I so see him fitting in more. Yeah, and also again, just to reiterate, if you're going to try to get him, you probably it's already probably too late. But don't bid seven dollars. You're going to need to bid more than that. Okay. No. Yeah. So just know it's that it's like the day. It's the day as we're recording this. The day of the veteran receiver that we saw Antonio Brown and now uh, Des Bryant being rumored to the Ravens. Yeah. So, flashback to me and your like childhood, like not childhood, but like our heyday of uh, NFL fandom was probably with Antonio Brown and Des Bryant. So it really was, man. Weird times. Cool. Um, back. Run it back. All right, Chase. Going into uh, your favorite position by far. The best. The best position. Um, and usually I write down four for each position. This week I only wrote down two, and that's because, you know, the, the big names weren't sticking out quite as much as usual. Not that they're, not that they're a bad play. Not, you know, Kittle, Kelsey, you have those guys. I'm grading you. But this guy, Chase, really stuck out, especially paired with our QB. Go ahead and change your hat. Mr. Hunter Henry, 
4,500 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Hunter the Razorback Henry. Let me tell you about him here from live from Arkansas. All right, let me tell you about this bull rush under. No, Hunter Henry, man. <laughs> Dude, Arkansas is just North Louisiana. I don't care what anybody says. No, it's uh, no North Louisiana is South Arkansas. That's the way the joke goes. Um, so, look, Hunter Henry comes in. What's that? You're going to head to Fayetteville? Fayetteville. Welcome to Fayetteville. Look, <laughs> look it's me, Bill Clinton. All right, I'm here to tell you about Hunter Henry. <laughs> like, me and Monica were watching Hunter, and Hillary came in <laughs> a week ago. And that's what happened. And that's that's all that happened. Uh, yeah, dude, there's so much we can do for fun with it. But, no, Hunter Henry, uh, I love it. He's had a way better year. He's coming off that injury, man. He was he was looking amazing, dude, a couple years back. I remember the first game I watched him in, that Royal Blue. It was a Thursday night game, Royal Blue. I think it was Denver and, and San Diego, a Wales you-know-what. And uh, if, you, if you're a big fan of uh, Ron Burgundy, of course. Um, yeah, hit the woe on him, a little NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> I am NASCAR. Um, so, anyway – Getting in, being back into this, it was just, uh, it was amazing. It was electric, and then he got hurt, and he's coming back now. And with Justin, it seems like things are kind of coasting along as normal. Like, we've had some good production out of him this year. Um, I, I, was, I was heavy on him for a long time now, and, and finally now to see him shining, is, is ha- I'm good, and I'm happy. He did good against New Orleans. He had the bye. And now we're getting him against Jacksonville, which is, like, horrible against tight ends. So, I think this is going to be like the best matchup for Justin Aber Herbert. All right. So Hunter Herbert. Hunter Aber Herbert, Justin C. A lot of H's. Yeah, a lot of H's. Big time. Yeah, I don't have much to add there. Um, lineups that you don't have him, consider Keenan Allen, but definitely on board the, the Hunter Henry train. Even if you want to get weird and do all three, uh-uh, you can. Say it right. Hunter Herbert, Justin Aber season. Hunter, Henry. Herbert, Justin, Henry season. How about that one? That works, too. Mix it all up. Just twirl it yeah. up. Justin, Hunter, Henry, Bear, Herbert season. Blend it. Blend that Blend boy it. up. We are blending. <laughs> I can't yeah. even take this serious anymore. We got, Austin, uh, we got Austin Hooper, last tight end. That's all apps. We interrupt your normal scheduled programming to let you know that – Austin Hooper has been ruled out appendicitis, so I had to come back on here real quick, stitch it up. Chef Boy couldn't join me. It's all good. But we're pivoting to David Njoku instead of Austin Hooper. Same guy, same team, can't cover tight end. Roll with it. That's all I have to say. <sighs> Hoop dog. I guess the Bengals. Traditionally, you know, the Bengals against the tight end have been something interesting to watch. Uh, 4000 Chase. So, if you can't fit Hunter Henry, maybe you go down $500. You, got, you grab Austin Hooper, who's been a little bit – he's been kind of picking it up a little bit. You know, at first part of the season, he was not being that Atlanta Falcons Austin Hooper. He was being a little bit of a, you know, a tight end that just kind of was a normal guy that – you know, was not a tight end appreciation club worthy member. But yeah. now here we are and he's doing great. So Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm really excited. I think that it had to do with just the fact, you know, that Baker wasn't, you know, he didn't have him in the pan the first three games. And then ever since the Dallas game, he kind of came to life. 
So he's consistently been putting up around 10, 12 fantasy points the last two games against Indy and Pittsburgh. And now having him against Cincy, I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to it, depending on if Baker can keep his, uh, can keep his, keep his things together and case Keenum doesn't come in to take the charge. Um, but even then again, who knows case comes in there probably won't even, he might, he might do better with case Keenum. So who knows? But uh, the matchup looks good, and Hoop Dog should be hooping. Should be like a lot of hooping in the end zone. Hoop, there it is, Austin Hooper. I like it. I like the way you did that play on words there. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I have, man. I don't, I don't have anything to add to, to Hooper. I will say that Johnny kind of let us down last week, and that was more to do with injury than production. But um, I think Johnny's okay. I think he's playing. But Johnny's back. No, no Frisker season. All right. Even though I did pick I'm him up, I'm worried about old Frisker, man. Old, old Frisky boy. You're worried about Frisky? I'm worried about both of them getting like split well, time and split. I time. did. I did the smart thing. Okay, I did a really smart thing. Pick I picked. I picked up the Frisky boy just to have as a backup to Janu. But if anything, I've told myself mentally that what will happen is is that he won't steal any of Janu's time. They'll just be like a double tight end set like Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara in that one season. So they'll just both score like 20 points a game. So I hope you're right. Yeah, they're going to do wait. Derrick Henry is going to just like stand on the sideline and clap for him, and they're just going to take the team to the glory. Frisky Janu, the year of the tight end in Nashville. It, it rides. The year of the Titan, man. It is the year of the Titan. It's Titan season. I think we've talked about this. All right, so we don't know if it's Janu. We don't know if it's the Frisky Boy. But we do know one thing. It's time to end the show, and we've had enough. So I'm going to leave it to you to close us out. Go ahead. That's all I have.